Welcome to episode 78 of the Business Fabulous podcast. Today, we are talking about polls, Instagram polls, Facebook polls, and Clubhouse. Yes, Clubhouse polls to get to know your audience better. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, so today we are talking all things polls, Instagram polls, Facebook polls, and Clubhouse polls to get to know your audience better. You know, polls have been around for a while, and they're even on Twitter. You can do Twitter polls. You can do Facebook polls inside the feed. You can do Facebook polls and stories. You can do Instagram polls and stories, and you can even do Clubhouse polls. So you can do polls all over the place. So first, I'm going to talk about why polls. Why do you even want to use polls at all? Do you have to use polls? How to use polls? And how and why you can actually get to know your audience better and ultimately give them what they want using polls. All right. So number one, what is a poll and why polls? So a poll could be anything that you ask your audience about. Do they like this or do they like that? Do they want this or do they want that? And then they vote. They could be voting on a simple yes, no. So for example, on Instagram, in Instagram stories, you have two choices. It can be yes, no, or you can type in whatever choices you want, just like Facebook. On Clubhouse, it's a little bit different. Well, why in the world would you use polls at all? Why do you want to poll your people? Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you bothering them? Why do you want to know what their answer to something is? And does everybody who use po- who uses polls, does everybody not know the answer? Is that why they're polling their people? Or why are they doing it? Why polls? So number one, you don't have to poll your audience, but I think it's really important to know the benefits of polls so that if you do it or don't do it, you know what it can bring you. The reason that you might want to do polls is because it really does provide opportunities to get to know your audience better, to get to know your audience in a deeper, more meaningful way. Polls can really do that. And so you might want to ask them, for example, have you ever been on a podcast episode before? Yes or no? Or you can give them different answers. Have you ever been on a podcast episode before? And the answer, you know, the choices are loads of times and why would I want to be on a podcast episode? So you can have, you can decide what the choices are ahead of times. And sometimes you might want to pick two choices that are both positive or two choices that are both negative. For example, do you like sauerkraut? And then your two choices for the polls are, oh my God, yes, and of course. 
And so you're just doing it for fun, to be funny, because you're talking about your love of sauerkraut, for example. And it's just funny, and it provides an opportunity for engagement for your audience. And it's just another way to get to know your people, and it's another way for your audience to get to know you. So for example, if I put in my stories, have you ever been on a podcast episode before? And then I see how people answered. And then I reached out to them through email and said, hey, you know, for those of you who said, no, you've never been on one. And for those of you who said, yes, you have, this is your opportunity. You can be part of a real live podcast episode, my podcast, Business Fabulous, and this is how you can do it. So maybe I'm going to record that episode inside of Clubhouse. Maybe I'm going to record it like I'm recording this one inside of the Business Fabulous Facebook group. And I give them the day and the time and the link to be in there. And now they are ready to go. They know what the topic is. They can be part of it or they can just watch it. They can watch a live recording of the episode, but then they also have a chance to be part of the episode, to come in and ask a question live in real time and have their name mentioned on the episode and have the answer to that question answered in real time and forevermore to be part of that podcast episode. Now, Instagram polls and Facebook polls look the same, but they are not the same. And this is really, really important to know. Um, You might want to jot down some notes. If you haven't already, you might want to jot this down. When you create a poll inside of Instagram, you are creating it inside the Instagram ecosystem, the Instagram environment. You're creating it inside of that platform. Well, if you choose to share your Instagram stories to your Facebook stories, which I certainly do, that's great. But your Facebook poll, your Instagram poll, it won't work on the other platform. So if you create a poll in Instagram, you can share it to Facebook, but you have to add that Facebook poll on top, just add it directly on top of where the Instagram poll was, just add the Facebook poll directly on top, and then people can vote. Otherwise, they can click on that all day long and nothing will happen because you actually created the poll inside another platform. So if you create the poll inside of Instagram, it will work on Instagram and people can vote during that 24-hour period before your, uh, your story disappears. They can vote on that poll. But if you share that poll to Facebook, they cannot vote on that poll because you created it inside of Instagram. Even though it's owned by the same company, this is how it works. So in order for everything to remain the same and for you to have to do very little extra work, just add the answers to the poll. Just add the yes, no, or whatever your, you know, your choices are to the poll. Add it, if you're going from Instagram to Facebook, add it inside of Facebook and just superimpose it right on top of what that Instagram poll was. So now you've got the same question you had on Instagram, you've got the same gifts, you've got your same picture or whatever it is, everything's the same, but now they can also vote on Facebook. If you're like me, you have different audiences on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. Some people do follow me everywhere, most people do not. And so most people will see my polls in one of those four places, not all of those four places. So if you do want people to vote on that poll in another place, you have to add the choices 
for that particular platform so that they can actually vote. Facebook polls can also be shared to Instagram. So just the same way, if you create a poll inside of the Facebook ecosystem and you share it to Instagram, that's okay. But you have to recreate those answers inside of the Instagram poll and put it right on top, just lay it right on top of the choices from Facebook. Now it is an Instagram poll that they can vote on. So that's super, super important. And then what do I do if I share it somewhere else? Then I just put some other GIF on top of the choices because they can't vote on um, Twitter fleet or LinkedIn or anywhere else I'm going to cho- on uh, anywhere else I'm going to show that they can't vote. Um, you know, and so I'll just put some other thing on top of that, or I'll say, you know, maybe I'll put in if you want to, uh, you know, let me know what your answer is. Please DM me your answer, or oh my god you know, OMG, please DM me your answer. I'm dying to know. Something like that. All right. So make sure that wherever you create that poll, that they have an opportunity to answer inside that ecosystem. Now I gave you two reasons why you can use polls. Not only does it give you insight into what your audience wants or needs or how they think or what their likes are, but it also gives them an opportunity to get to know you better. What about maybe your audience doesn't know that you get really scared at scary movies? I do. I cannot watch scary movies. I honestly cannot. I watched The Exorcist, Um, When I was in junior high or high school, I can't remember, whenever it came out, that's when I was watching it. And I watched it with my back turned, my eyes shut, and my hands over my face while I was on the phone with a friend of mine. And then he would tell me when to turn around. And inevitably, he told me the scariest parts. And that's how I watched The Exorcist. So I didn't see very much of it at that time. That is a way that your audience can get to know you better. So you can ask them, do you like scary movies? And maybe the two choices are absolutely and no way, not for me. And then after that, you can give them a little insight as to whether or not you like scary movies, or maybe you're going to tell them about a movie you just saw, or maybe you're going to tell them about a movie that you really want to see and you're so excited and it's scary and you know whatever. So you're giving them a little peek behind the scenes, a little bit more of who you are, what you're about, and why somebody might want to know that. And it's a way that your audience can resonate with you further. It's a way that they can be like, oh, Bonnie doesn't like scary movies. I don't either. Or, oh my God, Bonnie, seriously, you get scared of that kind of stuff? So you can give your audience insight into what you're about. You can get insight into their likes, their dislikes, things that they're interested in. Give them the opportunity to vote for your next blog post. Do you want me to write about this or this in my next blog post? Let them vote. Now they are really interested in your next blog post. They're probably going to be much more likely to read that next blog post because they were part of the choice for the topic for the blog post. And maybe you decide that whatever one 
one this time, let's say they're voting between, you know, you're going to do a blog post on cleaning out your kitchen pantry or reorganizing your kids' room. And so kitchen pantry won, but people did vote for the kids' bedroom. So maybe this week's blog post is going to be about the kitchen pantry and next week is going to be about the kids' room. So no matter how people voted, their vote counts and their vote is heard and you're actually going to do both choices. So that is a way to really getting them consuming your content, engaging in your content, giving them insight into what you're like, you get insight into what they like, what they want, and you allow them to be part of your story. You allow them to really give you ideas, to give you feedback about what it is that they want to see in upcoming blog posts or episodes or live streams or your next product, for example. Another great way to use polls is to vote on the title for your next program. Guess what? They're going to be a lot more interested in that program because they helped vote for the title, even if their title didn't win, they are still going to be more interested in that program and they're going to want to find out more about it because you already let them be part of it at the beginning. Now, what about Clubhouse polls? You might be thinking, Bonnie, how in the world does Clubhouse have polls? It's an audio-only platform. I can't click on an answer, yes, no, or this or that, or Clubhouse doesn't have polls. Oh, but they do, but they do. So it is not actually how we say baked into the app. It is actually not a feature that is built into the app, but there is something that you can do that you can actually use polls in a fabulous way, a really, really effective way inside of Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is an audio only app and I have a few episodes all about Clubhouse check out episodes uh, 75, 76, and 77. 75 and 76 are solely about Clubhouse. 77 mentions Clubhouse in one part. So how do polls work on Clubhouse? Well, on Clubhouse, when you turn um, uh, on and off your mic, that's like clapping. Well, the only people who can do that are the people who are on stage, but there is something that everybody can do. If you're using Clubhouse effectively, honestly, there's no reason to have a ton of people on stage. And so what you can do is when you are on stage in a Clubhouse room, you can pull your audience. You can say, okay, for those of you in the audience, I wanna know how many of you love Clubhouse but feel like it's also a waste of time. Raise your hand. And then they click the raise hand icon. And if you are on stage, if you're a moderator, you can see all of the people, you can see the number, and you can see all of the people who have their hand raised. That's how you can immediately do a poll. And then you can turn off the hand raising, then turn it back on and say, okay, for those of you who raised your hand that you love Clubhouse and you think it's a waste of time, raise your hand now if you want me to do a clubhouse room on time-saving strategies on clubhouse, raise your hand for that, and you'll get another count for that. 
And one thing that I would suggest ahead of time is to have these things planned out, have them written down, and then you write the number because Clubhouse is going to tally the number for you. You don't need to go through the audience and count. Clubhouse is going to come up with the number for you and you'll see the number increase over the seconds, by the way, as more people start raising their hands and then write down how many people, you know, answered in whatever way. And if you want, you can ask them the same question in, let's say, your next five rooms. So you get a lot of different answers. Maybe some people are going to vote more than once. Okay. But you will get more people answering that way if you need a bigger sample size, for example. So that's one way that you can use polls on Clubhouse. Now, for the people who are on stage, they can't raise their hand because they're already on the stage, but they can flick their microphone. So you can use the exact same questions. For those of you who are already on stage, I know you can't raise your hand, but if you love Clubhouse, but also think it's a waste of your time, flick your microphone, turn your microphone on and off. So now you get the people who are on stage who can also be part of that poll. So then you add up those numbers and then you say, okay, for those of you on stage who, who voted yes, you know, who flicked your microphone for that question. Now think about this question. I want you to flick your microphone. If you're agreeing with this, would you like me to do a separate clubhouse room on time-saving strategies on clubhouse? Please turn your microphone on and off for that. And then they give you information for that. So now you really have pulled the entire room. So you can pull the audience by the raise hand uh, icon, and you can pull the people on stage by flicking their microphone on and off. So you really can use polls on Clubhouse, and I've used them. It's been great fun to do it. It's fun to participate in in polls on Clubhouse. And it's something that is actually unexpected because it's something that not a lot of people do. And it is super, super helpful. It's fun to do. And it's fun to actually be part of a poll on Clubhouse. People like doing things like that in stories. People like doing things like that in the feed. People really do like engaging, but you can't do it too much. You want to vary the types of stories, the types of information, the types of things that you're doing, types of engagement that you want your audience to participate in. You definitely want to vary that, but you can definitely throw in polls and absolutely positively your audience will enjoy it. They will like it. They will appreciate it. They will have fun with it and they really will engage. Now, here is a little bit of a caveat. So here's a little bit of a warning. If you've never used polls before, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to kind of train your audience how to do them. The first time I did an Instagram poll, nobody responded. I got zero votes. And then the second time, really just a couple of people. Now, because I've done them over time and they've had lots of different opportunities and I've tried different questions and I've, you know, I've, I've changed up my answers and I've made it more fun and more exciting and more compelling. Now my audience knows that polls are a thing that I do sometimes. And they know that sometimes I do other things like the slider or quizzes or the question box or things like that. So 
change up what you do in your stories. Change up the types of polls that you do. Change up your questions. Change up the types of answers. Change up how and when and why you're doing it. And guaranteed, your audience will be really, really happy that you did it. So I hope this has been helpful. Please let me know if it is. And you can always reach out to me. There's a whole bunch of ways to reach out to me. You can always DM me on Instagram. My account is bonnie.frank. You can also email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. And you can leave me a voice message on my SpeakPipe. So you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous and leave me a voice message. Let me know what you think about polls. Let me know if you've tried polls on Clubhouse before or Facebook or Instagram or anywhere and what you think about it. You can let me know what you think of this episode. You can let me know what you think about any episode. And you can also give me feedback on any type of topic that you would like me to cover on a future episode. So you can do any of that through email, listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can DM me and you can also leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. The SpeakPipe, by the way, that option also appears on my podcast page on my website. So if you go to bonnielfrank.com and you click on podcast, right in the middle of the page, there's an orange button and that's where you can click it and you can leave me a message. I'm really, really glad that you listened to this. I love polls. I love participating in polls and I love doing polls with my audience. And I encourage you to do the same. I'm telling you, your audience will love it. They will love seeing um, you in a different way. They will love engaging with you in different ways. It will give you insight as to who your audience is all, you know, is all about, what they like, what they don't like, what they want you to cover, what they want you to name your next um, program, whatever it is. You can find out a lot of information about you, about them. You can find out information about them and they can find out a lot of information about you. And it's kind of like pulling back the curtain a little bit more and giving them a behind the scenes of who you really are. I love that you were here today. Here is to being fabulous. We'll talk soon.